The opinions expressed on the ACB Media Network are those of the respective program contributors and cannot be assumed to serve as endorsements of products or views of the American Council of the Blind, its elected officials, or its staff. Hey everyone, and welcome to the first Meet AT Guys. Well, I guess it's the second one because I did one a couple of months ago in early in the morning and showed people the products that we have. My name is Michael. Uh, I am using video for today's call. So if you are watching on video, there's a chance you might end up seeing the side of my head. I apologize about that because I'm turning towards the microphone. And uh, you may be seeing me in a sweatshirt with probably a messy background. Just throwing that out there. Uh, I am joined today by by both of the AT guys, uh, well, the other two AT guys, the founder, JJ, and my colleague, Damasi. And we're going to go over some history of AT guys, explain some of the products that we have, uh, share some information about what you might be able to see if you swing by our booth at National Convention this year. So uh, we do plan to be at National Convention in Schaumburg uh, for the 2023 year. And we'll also feel free to answer any questions you have uh, as, as well as we can about products, or of course, we know technology questions will come up. So with that, I'm going to hand it over to JJ so he can introduce himself and tell us a little bit about how AT Guys got started. Hey, JJ. Hey, how's it going? It's going well. Thanks we can hear you up. clearly. I, I keep hitting the, the Alt F4 on this room. I don't <laughs> know why I'm doing that. I've left this meeting twice. It's not intentional. <laughs> Um, how's it going, everyone? Thank you so much for setting this up, and happy to be here. So, history of HE guys started back in 1940s. No, okay, maybe not. <laughs> you know what? It's been a while, though. It, it's time. Time flies, and it's crazy now that AT guys has been around in parts of three decades, which makes it sound a lot older than it is. <laughs> but um, I guess just you know, very briefly, you know. I like to talk about the history just for a second because it helps us recognize where we've come from and where we're at now. Um, we started in, well, really Blind Bargains started first. And Blind Bargains, I know, is a site that we, you know, used to get a lot more attention. It's a site that we had. It started out posting deals and mostly deals. And that's why it was called Blind Bargains. And, you know, we would find places that were selling talking watches or clocks or other blindness tech and finding good deals on those things. Because sometimes people would mark them up and we didn't really want to, you know, have to deal with that. We were trying to help people get good deals on things. That led to me going to an ATIA conference in Orlando, which led to me talking to uh, one of the people from Code Factory, which led to us selling MobileSpeak. MobileSpeak, that was the old uh, cell phone software. It made phones talk on the old Nokia phones and then the Windows phones. So that was spring of 2008. ATGuys.com was born, and it had, especially for the first several years, a very kind of slow climb. Um, but over time, we really kind of started getting into, we tried to find those niche products, right? Like the iBill was one of the first ones that we sold. We try to find things that are interesting and affordable, and cool. And if they can check at least a couple of those boxes, that's really where we end up. So we've, you know, we've gone from just selling the iBills and selling cell phone software. Then we started getting into the screen protectors and keyboards and power banks. The first power banks we sold weren't even accessible. So 
you know, but it was all we could get. It was better than nothing. Um, oh gosh, what was the brand back then? You know, it was before the my charge. But anyway, you know, but we really kind of moved into expanding into more of that stuff. Uh, we saw the you know, now we have the blind shell phones and we have the orbits and we have a bunch of other stuff. Um, thankfully, have been able to grow to the point where I've you know have a couple amazing uh, staff that work with me now as well, Michael and then Damasi, who you'll hear in a minute. Uh, that's who you're going to talk to 99% of the time now. If you call our phone number, you will talk to one of them. And I'm doing a lot of the behind the scenes and trying to find us new products uh, and things uh, to sell. So. We could talk about the past for a long time, but I think we want to talk about the present and what we have available now. And by the way, I think at the end we might have a, a coupon or something as well. So hopefully you're able to stick around. And thanks again for setting this up. Yeah. Uh, so you, you mentioned affordable and uh, cool. Accessible is kind of important too now, right? Uh, yeah. I guess that would be. Uh, <laughs> don't want me to gloss over it. it you know, we did. Uh, that is kind of the A and AT guys. Well, it's we used to say assistive, and I, I prefer the term access now instead of assistive. Yeah. Um, so we call it you know, your access. Tech. Thankfully, it's the same letter. Right, right. Makes <laughs> it makes makes those abbreviations a lot. Right, easier. we didn't so, have to rename the website. <laughs> yeah, AT guys still applies. So, how would you find JJ in the last couple of years? That that well, the you know couple of decades that you've been doing this will make it sound like a little. <laughs> <laughs> uh, how would you feel mainstream age, access buddy. tech? Uh, uh, no, I'm younger than you. I'm, young, okay. yeah. Yeah. I'm still a baby. I'm only 34. You don't okay. The Mossy's closer to me. Anyway. <laughs> yeah. So how would you find mainstream access has come with technology? Like, have you seen you know, it become easier to access for? Well, I mean, I think it's illustrated, right? Because mobile speak was the the first thing that we sold. And that was software you had to buy to make your phone talk. Yeah. Then, of course, yeah. the iPhone came out. And, exactly. I, you know, it's it could be annoying as a, a business person to suddenly have that, that product become old. But you know what? Progress <laughs> is partly what happens here. And I'm, you know, same thing happened with the iBill. We sold the iBill and then LookTel Money Reader came out and suddenly nobody wanted iBills. But, you know, so I think that's one of the big things is just trying to be current and yeah. kind of staying up to date with things. But obviously, the mainstream stuff um, has, there's a lot more awareness. Now, there's still, you know, there's there's a fair amount of companies now that at least understand, hey, you know, this is, you know, if you, you can add uh, a couple of simple features or you can make a couple of changes to your app and then it can become much more uh, usable. And I think having accessibility more of a mainstream thing for your major, you know, Windows or for, for Mac, mm -hmm. it, it definitely makes it more aware for accessory developers. Yes. So, so Demasi, you started with us when? Man, I started in November of 2022. Uh, I want to say like the middle part of November, maybe a couple of yeah. weeks before Thanksgiving. Yep. And uh, yeah, I, I guess we can jump in to start talking about some products and we'll start picking on you because we haven't heard from you a lot. All right. So one of the products that we sell that I am absolutely uh, in love with and have also been you know, fortunate enough to help other people find this product is our portable uh, power, accessible power banks. So our power bank, we have two of them. We have a 10,000 milliamp hour power bank and we have a 20,000 milliamp. And essentially what makes these accessible and it kind of goes back to what JJ talked about with, you know, sourcing products that are, you know, accessible and, you know, cost effective. 
for people. You can buy a power bank anywhere like they're out there in the world, but ours are accessible. And the reason I love it is because I've, I've used these things for years and I never knew if they were charged, right? So I'd always end up charging them, <laughs> overcharging them, doing all of that because I could never tell if they were charged because they'd show you lights and I don't have any vision. So our power banks actually vibrate or give an audio beep or both, uh, depending on how you choose to set it. Uh, changing that mode, whether it's vibration or beeps, is, is pretty easy. You just hold down the button on the side and you get vibration patterns based on how much general battery is available. So, you know, for example, between 100, between 80 and 100 percent, you get four vibrations or four beeps. Uh, another nice thing is when you plug a device in to actually charge it using the battery, uh, you get some some feedback there, too, as well. So, you know, for sure that like, you know, these headphones I just plugged in are charging. Yeah, or if you plug in the power bank itself, you get different, you get different audible vibration. or tactile yeah. feedback to know that the power bank itself is actually charging. Right, so super helpful. Um, and the first one I got, you know, it disappeared. You know, my, my, my girlfriend took it, and uh, I didn't see another one, so I had to go buy myself another one. Uh, <laughs> and she's not a techie person who just runs off with a whole lot of stuff. You know, me, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a tech person. So I'm usually trying to introduce her. Oh, we should smart home this. We should get that. And she's like, oh, yeah, whatever. That power bank, man, I let her borrow it one day. I hadn't seen that power bank since. So I did have to buy myself another one. You know what I always forget about the power banks too? Um, the amount of different, you know, we always think of charging your phones, but just think about the number of things that you have now that are USB powered mm -hmm. or charged. There's so much stuff you can charge. And of course you can charge two things at once. So yep. there's so much things, you know, pretty much almost everything else we're going to talk about that has a wire on it, you could charge with this thing. You charge it, yep. And that's really nice to, you know, so that's just your your phone is your other random accessories. You know, if you're not, you know, you don't want your earbuds going out or your keyboard going out in the middle of something. Or your Victor. Because well, Victor display. uses USB to charge too. Yep. Unless you have the old first gen, in which True. case. True. Yeah. <laughs> but second yes. and third, yep. Yep. Uh, or as Demasi said, your Braille display, like your your your, your is always powered. Um, Demasi, you have another favorite power related product that kind of walked away too that you had to buy another one of too. <laughs> I promise you, she's not a thief. She's really not. <laughs> uh, so the other product that I that I got, and I actually um you know was able to get one of these and take a look at because I wanted to familiarize myself with it as I was getting started, so I could explain it to people. And you know, as a blind person, and many of us here have the same experience. It's really great when you can get your hands on something or you can talk to someone who has had hands-on experience with a product. So we have a portable charging station, a USB charging station. And what's really cool about this thing, again, there are, there are stations out there, there are portable chargers out there that you can take with you, plug in the wall to have several USB ports. This one has three USB-A ports on it. But in addition to that, uh, it has two standard outlets. So you plug one cable in the wall and you now have two standard outlets you can plug into and three USB ports for charging. Uh, and it's a smart charger, has a kind of smart IQ charging uh, feature. So it won't overcharge your devices if you plug your phone up overnight, things like that. It kind of handles the power management very well. Super portable, super useful. Again, it's the thing that I gave to her because her and the kids were going to spend the night with uh, their grandmother. And I was like, well, take this so you don't have to go unplugging all her stuff in her house and, and to plug up the kids' iPads and your stuff. And yeah, I had to go buy another one of those too. But uh, I love it. I actually just bought myself a third one just so I have a, a spare on hand. Someone likes them. And those are only $29.95. So uh, $29.95. 
great with conventions coming up to throw into a bag or a purse or something and and just have it so again you only have to find one plug-in i'm not going to let jj off the off the hook i'm going to come to him and ask him to explain to us about the orbit products that we sell Ah, yes. As I'm quickly like zooming back around to the, the zoom window to Alte. I thought he auto forward out of the meet again. Like, no, right? I, 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 I figured he'd just All right, so the Orbit by. <laughs> so, an update on the Orbit product. So, for anyone who's not familiar, Orbit makes affordable Braille displays and Braille keyboards. So, these are what you would call budget. But I think you get a lot for your your budget, your bang for your buck. So there's a 20 cell and a 40 cell display. So the Orbit Reader 20 plus and the Orbit Reader 40. And like I said, these are affordable Braille displays. So you're not getting a lot of bells and whistles, but you get the basics. You can connect to your screen reader of choice. You can load files on to an SD card or to a flash drive um, and read from the Orbit. So those are in text or in BRF Braille format. And, and by the way, if, if your files aren't in that format, if you have a computer, you can just get a, a free program um, like Braille Blaster or one of the others to convert it into a format that the Orbit can read. So it's very easy to get stuff on to the Orbit. Or, of course, you can send it from your screen reader. Uh, the 20 cell is very simple. You just have your your you know your six Braille keys and, of course, your uh, .7.8 as well. Uh, power button and a slot for the SD card. Uh, and micro USB charging. If you go to the 40, you get a couple additional upgrades. You get USB-C, which is the more modern uh, type of charging. And you also get cursor routing buttons. So if you want to do any sort of note-taking, editing, I think those cursor routing buttons are nice. So of course, you can move the cursor to the, the letter of wherever you're typing. But you can, you can just connect it to your phone as well, your iPhone, uh, your Windows, uh, your Android, whatever. So you, know, you, you can connect those devices as well. Uh, the Orbit Writer... You know, the Orbit Rider was really hot when it first came out. And, you know, every so often we get a, a, I think a few people, more people find out about it. If you like wireless little keyboards, if you like Braille, the Orbit Rider might be something to think about. So you don't have to, if you have an iPhone, for instance, you don't have to be always using the, the flat screen. You can use a Bluetooth keyboard, but one that lets you type in Braille. So it's essentially like a regular Bluetooth keyboard, but you also can type in Braille and you can also do all the iOS commands. So for instance, you press space with the letter H to go back to the home page, you know, and just about anything else has a command as well. So you really can control your iPhone directly from a little Braille keyboard. And those are still just 99 bucks. So we have them available as well. We do have, uh, if you prefer regular QWERTY keyboards, we have them as well. And I bet we'll talk about them in a minute or, or three. Yeah, uh, sticking on the Braille theme, I got a I got a show to the camera. So if you can see, I'm holding this up right now, and it is the it's another Braille related product that we sell, and this is the VersaSlate Mini. And what the VersaSlate ah, is yes. is it's a paperless slate and stylus, and it works just like a slate and stylus might traditionally work. This one is two lines of twelve cells, and it was the one that was right next to me, or I would grab the other one, but I uh, think it's in the other room. 
that is four lines of 20 cells. Now, it's a very similar form factor. Um, the four lines is obviously a bit bigger than this one right here, uh, but it does give you the ability to write the Braille, and I'm trailing my finger across the Braille on the back side that it pops out of. There's some buttons on the top and bottom that you can clear out, and you hear that little click, and that tells you that the Braille is no longer on the uh, display, well, on the, the reverse side of the Versa slate. And with this one, there's a stylus that slides out of the top, and I'm holding it now in my right hand, and you can use the stylus like you normally would, and by poking holes in, or by poking pins out of the slate, it puts Braille on the back of it, which is very convenient. I call it a blind person scratch pad, and uh, mm -hmm. the, the mini was right next to me because I had to take down a phone number earlier, and it... it was just right there and I didn't have to find braille paper. Uh, the versus site standard is $120 and it is um, 80 cells. As I said, the stylus does magnetically connect to the right hand side of it when you're in the writing mode. And then the versus slate mini is $60 and that is two lines of 12 cells. Um, Demasi, I probably should have went here before I went to the versus slate, but Hold on. So I'm holding up for anybody that can see us on camera. I'm holding up the uh, full size one with the 80 cells with the four lines of 20. Uh, just to kind of demonstrate that. And as Michael said, this is 120. I had mine kind of close to hand because I use this one uh, quite a bit. It's one of those devi devices that didn't know what it was when I heard about it. And then when I got one, I was like, oh, this thing is super cool. <laughs> it is. And, and, and until you find a use for it in your life, you, you may not you may not realize how useful it can be. Um, before we went to the Versus Slate, and, and if you have questions about any of these products, go ahead and feel free to raise your hand, and we'll be glad to uh, answer your questions live. So definitely don't hesitate to do that. Um, and before we went to the Versus Slate, Stamasi, I probably should have went here. Can you tell people about the folding keyboard that we have? We have a folding keyboard? Are you serious? Do we really? <laughs> no. Uh, so we have the pluggable folding Bluetooth keyboard. Uh, and I will, As I'm talking about it, I will reach and grab mine here. But uh, this keyboard folds up from the middle to describe it, how it folds up for people. So you have your, if it's in flat orientation, uh, it folds in each side kind of folds in towards the middle uh, so that you have a more compact travel ready uh, device. Very easy to pair. It's a single uh, key combination to put it in pairing mode and pairs with, works with iOS. I have actually used it on iOS, Mac OS. Uh, I know it works on Windows, even paired it with an Android phone. So it works across all devices, anything that will allow you to connect a Bluetooth keyboard and um, is, is extremely compact. I'm holding it up now and it's closed mode in front of the camera and I'm gonna slowly flip it out and open it uh, up. It's a pretty, you know, standard laptop laptop style uh, keyboard when it's fully open. Uh, another nice feature about this keyboard, it does charge over uh, USB, has a micro USB uh, port on the keyboard and then just plug that in to charge it up. You can use your power bank for it. And also it does allow for connecting to a device. Um, I've used it with my Mac to connect over USB. So it does have the ability to connect as a USB keyboard as well, which I find super useful. So I get a Bluetooth keyboard when traveling. I have Bluetooth and USB available uh, for usage. And it comes with a pretty nice little 
uh, case that it goes inside of for carrying, but this case can also be folded up and I'm not going to be able to demonstrate that for the people that can see me because uh, I always have to go back and read the instructions on how to fold it up, but it does fold up into a nice, oh, there it is, I got it, uh, stand so you can prop up your phone here or an iPad, uh, smaller iPad on it uh, if you're using it in Bluetooth mode. So pretty cool device. And Mike, if I'm not mistaken, that keyboard is $59.95. You website. got it. Yep, sure is. I do see that we have a question. If your number starts in 951 and ends in 342, go ahead and hit star six, introduce yourself and ask your question. Hi. <clears throat> Hi, Michael knows me. This is Nancy Younger speaking. <laughs> Hi, Nancy. And I have the blog. Hi there. I have the Blind Shell Classic too. I don't know. I'm not sure I heard you mention that the phone. It's a fantastic phone. I'm, I'm trying to upsell it for you. Anyway, um, do you can you go over any accessories you sell? I broke the land. Somehow the lanyard got caught on something, and uh, did you, I wish there was a shorter lanyard for the uh, Blind Shell Classic too. Can, can you go over that a little bit? Thank you. I know there are other sure. people who want to talk to you. Certainly, Nancy. Thank you for, for bringing that up. We had not talked about the blind shell, but we will in a couple of minutes as soon as I find mine because it's right here on the desk somewhere, you know, one of those things. Uh, we don't sell any of the, or we don't sell the lanyard for the blind shell classic too. The only accessories that we offer are the two cases that are available on the blind shell classic two, uh, the 3d printed TPU $18 case. This is a black case that the phone kind of clips into and it provides protection to the back and sides and has a little bumper uh, that separates the screen. If you happen to, to drop the phone, it's not going to fully protect the screen, but it'll give that, that, uh, half an inch or, or quarter of an inch protection if you drop the phone. That's $18 for the Blind Shell Classic 2. And for those who don't know what the Blind Shell is, I'll tell you more about that in a moment. We also offer the flip case for the Blind Shell Classic 2, which I believe you're familiar with, Nancy. And that flips open yeah. on the left side. It, I tell people it opens up like a book. You can tuck that front flip behind the back of the Blind Shell. That front flip also has a slot in it for up to three cards. If you want to carry your cards in there and then it magnetically closes um, on the side and is able to um, uh, stay in place. And then all of the buttons are, are accessible. That comes in both red and black, and it is $35. We offer the blind shell beeps, which are uh, location devices. So you can attach them or put them into a bag or a purse or something like that. And then you can actually make that device make noise from the blind shell. We have those, we have one of those for $35, or you can get a three pack for 69. Um, and then we have a, uh, spare batteries for the blind shell classic too. The nice thing about the blind shell though, is it also offers, uh, it charges with USB-C. So if you have USB-C accessories and, and I lied, I do have a accessory I can talk about that connects that I'll hold up to the camera here that isn't specifically for the blind shell. However, it is, it is a USB-C accessible uh, or a USB-C accessory. And what I'm holding up right now is our V7 deluxe headset. 
And this headset, I'm holding it with the port on the left-hand side, which is the same side that the microphone is. And the microphone can come down in front of your mouth, and I'm pointing it down towards the where my mouth would be if I was to wear these. And uh, you can plug the other end into the bottom of the blind shell phone. And we found that it gives fairly decent audio quality, especially now that Zoom is available on the blind shell. Now, I will tell you, I have uh, this clip right here on the cable, and it's a little box that has a clip on the back that you can clip to your shirt or something, and there's three buttons on it. The long button at the top closest to the headset is your mute-unmute button. You can press that to mute or unmute yourself. And then there's the volume up button, which is directly below that. It's the top button and the volume down button. These adjust the volume of the headset, not the volume of the microphone, uh, just so people are aware. And then at the other end, this actual headset that I grabbed is a USB-A model. I do have a, uh, we do have a USB-C, which is the one you'd want for the blind shell. Both of these are priced at $39.95. So you can pick either one of these up and use it with your computer or with your blind shell. But that I think um, off the top of my head, aside from the battery packs, is the only other accessory. Demacia or JJ, do you have something to mention that I met, forgot about the blind shell accessories? The shocks headphones uh, pair well with the blind shell as well. Ah, uh, yes, for Bluetooth. So, uh, and for those not familiar with the shocks, formerly aftershocks, formerly something else, the artist formerly known as aftershocks, uh, <laughs> has the those are the bone conducting headphones. We carry three models of those. Uh, we have the open move, which are these at $79.99. Uh, and the bone conducting headphones from Shocks uh, have two pads that go around your head and they sit right in front of your, for those that can see me, they sit right in front of the little low part of your ear, uh, kind of behind your cheekbones and conduct the sound that way, leaving your ears open. Uh, those pair well with the uh, blind shell. I've actually tested that out myself and done a little traveling around with them. And it's nice having the ability to either carry on a conversation or hear in more cases for me here, navigational instructions and still have the environment available to me through the usage of my ears. We also carry the Shocks OpenCom, uh, which are especially good for, uh, similar to the, the headset that Mike just showed off. Uh, they're very good for people who use them for doing a lot of Zoom meetings, Teams meetings, any kind of, you know, where you want your audio to sound good to the people that are hearing you on the other end. There's a boom mic on the side of those that swings down that gets the microphone closer to your mouth. So you're picked up a little better. Those are $159.99 on the site. And then I'll let Michael tell you a little bit more about the Open Run Pros. Uh, they are similarly uh, designed to other Shocks headphones, but Michael has, has has actually used these himself. So uh, he may have some details about them beyond just the marketing material that I know. Yeah, the Open Run Pros, I think it, it took me a little bit to figure out why I liked them, but I, I, I think these are, aside from the palms, my favorite shocks. I'm holding them up to the camera now. Uh, you can see that they are, uh, for those who can see, they are very lightweight. They're very thin, um, comfortable to wear. I would say the ear things that go in front of your ears, I think they're called transducers. They are uh, a little bit larger than the other kind that, that I have. Wow. 
but I would say they're a bit more comfortable to wear as well. On the left side, there's a flat button that you can press that is a multifunction button. It's a play pause. It also will do uh, uh, fast forward next, and, next previous and uh, your smart assistant if you'd like. And then on the right side, you have the other important buttons. There is, I'm showing these buttons, hopefully they can be seen. Uh, volume up is closest to the front of the headset and volume down is closest to the back. Volume up will turn the headset on if you press and hold it. And if you continue to hold that, it'll put the headset into pairing mode. Um, there is a, a section on the back of the right side where your volume keys are that you connect the magnetic charging cable to for these headsets. And then the headsets come with a uh, hardback case that I am holding up in front of the camera that has a zipper on it um, that allows you to um, hold inside of the case itself the cable that the headset charges and then there's a section on the case that the headset kind of fits into place so it all holds in together great for if you're traveling you don't have to worry about breaking the headset by throwing them in a bag like michael does all the time you can put them into a case and then throw that case into the bag and that will then give you a little bit of protection on the shocks uh i think that's all the headsets we have right now correct Demasi? Um, that is all the headsets that we currently have in stock, the V7, uh, USB A and C, and then the shocks lineup that we just went over. Oh, no, we do have the uh, the Tribute Fly Buds as well. So, oh, yeah. Yeah, good call. Um, we have the, uh, and these are just in-ear earbuds, wireless, uh, true wireless in-ear earbuds that connect over Bluetooth. And Michael... I'm going to always butcher the name of these. Uh, we do have the C1 Pros, which are kind of along the lines of like your, your higher end Pixel Bud Pros, your Samsung Buds, and your Apple AirPod Pros. Uh, these come with noise, active noise cancellation. So if you have both of them in, you can have it kind of, you know, cancel out background noise or a transparency mode so that you can have them in and still hear the audio being passed through your microphone of your uh, ambient surroundings. And we mentioned the we Storm. Have- Ah, forgot about that. I one. know it, it's. I, I forget about it sometimes too. That's another. It's a one ear one. Yeah, the one ear storm headset from Tribute. Uh, That's nope, from Blue Tiger. Not, that is storm Blue is- Tiger. Yeah, Blue Tiger. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Blue have, Tiger. Have, have JJ talk about that. He's not doing much here. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't mean to my... cut you off. I just I always forget. No, no, it, it was a good catch though because I, I I do forget yeah. about that one and that that is a nice one. Uh, well, and, we and that's the thing. The... We went from not having enough headsets. Now we to do having really try to have one yeah. for everybody. Because yeah. some of you all want one ear, some want two ears, some want earbuds, some want over the ear. And we, so we really are trying to, and there's still even a type or two we could still add. The Storm is interesting to me because it's a one ear headset. So if you were to take like one of these nice big ear cup headsets, and then, you know, you have it starts on your left ear or your right ear, and it comes around your head, over the top of your head. And then before it gets to the other ear, someone were to just take a knife to it and cut, cut it off. That's what the Storm is essentially. So it's a one ear headset that secures to your head and has nice little boom microphone so as far as headsets that sound good for you talking on them so if you want to make a lot of phone calls you need a lot of noise canceling it's probably between the storm or the open com are the two that i would say are the are the best mics as far as talking of course those USB-C one was you know those are wired that's a little different category yeah. Yeah, but for wireless, those would be the best two microphones for if you're sure. Not sure? Just call us up or send us a message. We're always happy to, you know, we'll definitely get you to the headset you're looking for. 
Speaking of storm and headsets and audio, uh, when do you want to tackle the three speakers we have? I will start. Demasi's girlfriend probably had this. Because <laughs> I think Demasi might have so, lost one of those too. So, so actually, actually, let's start with the uh, start with the the, the blast because that's the one that I that I did lose. Uh, the kids actually ran off with that one. So we have three Bluetooth speakers, and uh, these are just your typical Bluetooth speakers. There's there's no audio um, smart assistant built into them at all, but what they are is very great sounding waterproof speakers. And the, the top of the lineup for us, and probably I will honestly say the most popular one that we've sold since I've been here is the Tribute Blast. Uh, the Blast to me really puts me in the mind of a boom box from like the late eighties. Um, not quite as big as that or as heavy as one of those, but the sound out of it definitely sounds like one of those. This is a stereo speaker. So it has two, uh, two outputs, um, and has a handle on top for carrying. It can be paired to, uh, two or three different devices at once. And it'll just kind of intelligently switch through depending on which one is trying to send it audio. Uh, has party mode lights on either end, and I would go get it and hold it up for you, but one is kind of super heavy, and two, it is, um, I have no idea what the kids have done with it. Uh, I got to find it. Uh, very nice speaker, very good quality at high volume, low volume, mid volume, uh, without distortion, uh, very bass heavy. It also comes with a bass booster to give you just a little bit more of that oomph if you really like a lot of bass. Uh, your music and it has the, the the advantage of also being waterproof uh and michael tells me it floats i'm not sure if it does i haven't tried it uh but definitely waterproof charges over a standard uh wall plug i uh, guess about 30 hours of battery life and also the blast uh has an aux cable so you can connect hardwire you know uh a 3.8 inch nope what is that yeah 3.5 inch uh, yep. headphone jack into it to to also send audio. And the cool thing about the Blast also, because it has that large battery that gives you 30 hours, is it can also serve as a portable power bank if you plug in a USB-C cable and charge up a device for you. So you can rock out, have your music going, and keep your phone charged up so it doesn't die while you're streaming your Spotify or your Apple Music or your YouTube music, whatever it is. And that's the biggest speaker. Um, if if you see us in convention, come by, check it out, put your hands on it. It's one of those speakers that you say $199 sounds like a lot for a speaker, at least I have in the past. But once you hear it, you're like, I completely understand why it's $199. And I will tell you the use case scenario we've used it for before our family has started to invest more into the Apple ecosystem, buy more HomePods, is we had it wirelessly connected via Bluetooth to our Apple TV, which then took the sound from our 40-inch TV we have mounted on the wall and substantially changed that sound oh, profile. Yes. Like, it, it was amazing. Night and day. So that's that speaker. Yep. And then our middle speaker is a 40 watt um, tribute speaker. And that one, what is the name for that one? The Stormbox Pro? You got that it. Is correct. All right. Yep. Good deal. Yep. Uh, that one um, charges over USB C, uh, gives about 20 hours of battery life out of it. Sounds pretty good. Uh, also waterproof, uh, does not have the aux capability, so no no external connections, only Bluetooth. 
Uh, this is more of a up and down. So the, the blast is kind of a, a flat oval shaped speaker that, that lays down, uh, you know, kind of is laying down the Stormbox Pro. <clears throat> excuse me, the Stormbox Pro is more of like a, think of a pyramid with the point chopped off the top. It's kind of how it looks. So it's, it's more of a vertical speaker. You could lay it down, but it's not really designed to be laid on its side. Uh, all of the controls and such are on the top of that speaker. And it is a pretty good one. And I actually have that one sitting on my nightstand uh, next to my bed because nobody took that one. So got to hold on to it. And, and it has uh, a handle on the top to carry it. Oh, yeah, it does have a handle on the top to carry yeah, it. Nice uh, little handle as well. That yeah. that to me is the perfect size. If most, if I'm doing like a weekend trip somewhere, that's the one I usually throw in my suitcase because you know, the big one is cool, but it is a little bigger. And it this is a one, little big and very heavy. Know, yeah. This one is, you know, that's like 12 pounds and this is two. Yeah. Yeah. Big know, difference. So this, this is the one I can just I throw in my bag and then I have it's definitely big enough music for a, a hotel size room or bigger. Yeah. Yeah. yeah absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, and and, absolutely. and it's, it's the one that I, I kind of, the reason I have it on my nightstand is because, you know, if I'm traveling, I'm going to go away for a weekend or something. Like, absolutely. With the yeah. in the bag. Uh, and then the smallest one that we have, or our smaller one, is the Tribute Three Stormbox Three Six. Yep, Stormbox Three Six. Yeah, it used to be the Max Boom, and then they renamed yeah. it. I guess they didn't like that name or something, and then they changed it to Stormbox, and then to, that one's just regular Stormbox. And that's yep, three. And that's the original one. The original yep, one we sold. Yep, and we still have that one. It's 24-watt speaker. Uh, it does have aux capability, so you can plug up uh, an external device to it as well as Bluetooth. Uh, has a little small kind of carrying loop on it if you want to move it around. This is super small and portable. Uh, what I actually use this speaker for most, <clears throat> excuse me, is, say I'm outside barbecuing, I'll grab that one and take it outside, mostly because I can't get the blast. And I'm not trying to throw a party. If I take the blast outside, everybody will come show up in my yard. So I'll take the smaller speaker <laughs> uh, for that purpose. Uh, I've also, you know, had it in the, uh, you know, throw it in the bathroom on the on the counter when I'm taking a shower, uh, in the kitchen, you know, just, just grab it and take it around with you because you want to have your music, but you don't want to necessarily have earbuds in. Uh, great speaker for that. Uh, all of the controls are tactile and easily uh, uh, found. And this speaker, what I found interesting about this speaker when I first got it, because I really didn't know how to orient it. The only thing I knew to do is not like lay the buttons flat down. But other than that, like I've added laying down in a horizontal uh, orientation. I've stood it up on its end and it still sounds good to be such a small speaker. It sounds extraordinarily good. And I believe that one is uh, $69.99. Yeah, a lot of... Uh people that buy that it's great to say if you have a, a victor stream um or like a small echo dot so you just want to make it a little bit louder yep, yep. really good it's for perfect that. for that yeah, perfect for that that's actually what i use it for most is either playing podcasts or uh, audiobooks while i'm moving around i uh, give you just a little bit more volume and um it's portable. So I can leave the phone plugged up on the nightstand and move all around the kind of back area of my house and, you know, have my, my audio book or my podcast with me. And to Nancy's question, these pretty much are all blind shell accessories by, by extension, right? Because I work with yep. your, yeah. your yeah. blind shell, your Android, yep. your iPhone. Just Bluetooth. Yep. Exactly. Speaking of blind shell, when do you want to talk about that? Because I can, but. You know, I'll, I'll start it off and I'll let you guys. Uh, okay. I'll hold it up, up so people who can All see right. it can see the blind shell. Ah, got you. 
You made me set up my video. Like, oh, okay. Um, ex excuse me, guys. We oh, do have, have Chanel has her hand up. There must oh. be a question in Clubhouse. Oh, go ahead, Chanel. Hey. Okay, I didn't want to interrupt, but yes, no. we do have Janet Wright on stage. Hey, Janet. Hello, Janet. Hello, everybody. How much is the storm? The storm the headset? Your headset? Yeah, yes. There, 119. Okay, that's all I needed to know is how much it yep. was. There you go. Simple yep. question. All right, simple thank answer. you. And if you stick around to the end, we'll give you a coupon to save you on shipping, so you don't have to pay for shipping too, which is always nice. Oh yeah, good call. Good call. So I am holding up the blind shell, JJ. If you want to talk about blind yeah. shell history and you and, and stuff, and, and he is, I assume, <laughs> because that's the only one he has, holding up the blind shell too. And the reason I think that's important to, to point out is because we've. You know, blind shell has now been around for a couple of years, and there was a first version of the blind shell, and it, you know, it was a fairly decent, accessible phone. We wouldn't have sold it if we didn't think it was. But they also they took a regular cell phone and they kind of tried to modify it, and you know, so it worked reasonably well. But when they went back, they the company uh, Metapo, I can never say the the, the company name correctly. Uh, when they went to redesign the phone. They actually this time decided, you know what, we're going to design this from the ground up as a phone for people who are blind and low vision. And we're going to make it put in all the features that blind people really want the most in a simple phone. So the buttons are much more tactile. The speaker is a lot louder. Uh, you have nice volume controls on the side. And this phone does a lot more. Now, first of all, don't let me scare you. If you just want the phone to make phone calls and texts and do contacts and maybe email, you can do just that. The other stuff is not going to get in your way. But the Blind Shell 2 has added a lot in over the just the 16 or so months now that it's been available. Um, man, the number of apps since we started selling this, <laughs> and Michael's been here since the beginning of this, You know, a lot of the apps that people have asked us for are now there. So you can get things like Bard on the Blind Shell 2. You can do Zoom now on the Blind Shell 2, uh, Be My Eyes, and Ira. And many others. So it's not every app. And the reason it's not every app is because they really make an effort to try to find apps that are going to work and to be accessible. We want to give you a very simple experience. I'll have Michael uh, describe the phone for you in a second. But to, to me, the blind shell is that simple uh, cell phone that, you know, even if I know we have a lot of iPhone users out there. You know, we're getting people now that are buying the blind shell and not even connecting it to phone service because it is, you know, it does so many other things. So even if you don't put a, a SIM card in to make phone calls, you can still do everything else. You know, the book reading and the uh, uh, the media playback and you know even FM radio, all sorts of random stuff is available uh, with the blind shell. Let's hand it off to to Michael. Yeah, so I will describe the red blind shell phone that I am holding up to the camera now. Um, at the very top, there's a speaker grill, and below that is a screen. That screen is not touchscreen, so you can touch it all day long and touch it all day long. It's not going to do anything. Um, under that is two rows of function buttons. There's a single dot. Um, that's the info button. To the right of that is a horizontal line, which is your up or back button. And then another dot, which is your repeat button. Below that, from left to right, is a circle or an O, and that visual 
usually is a green button. That's for okay or go. Below that is down or next. And that's again, a horizontal line. And then there's a slanted red line that has a slanted line tactile on it. And that's for back or to turn the phone on or to end a call. Under that is your standard one through pound number keypad with a large dot on the number five to quickly orientate yourself. On the left edge of the phone is a vertical bar. The top part turns the volume up. The bottom part turns the volume down. And on the right edge of the phone is another horizontal line. It's smaller than the volume button. This is your uh, multifunction button. If you press it once, it'll bring you to your favorites. Or if you press and hold it, you can start speaking to the phone and dictate. On the back of the phone at the top is a smooth surface. It's a camera lens. Below that is a SOS button, which is slightly concaved. And you can press and hold that to call someone. And on the very bottom of the phone is a USB Type-C connector so it'll work with any of the usb well with it'll work with a lot of the usb-c accessories that are available out there and you can try to uh um, try those with the blind shell and then along the top edge is a flashlight which is a smooth surface if you need a flashlight and then an earphone jack so it does have the eighth inch or 3.5 millimeter headphone connector that you could plug into uh, headphones or uh do whatever you need to with those headphones or with that specific jack. And then the blind shell, um, JJ's brought this up on a couple of, of, of appointments there or a couple of meetings. There's a lot of, of your lower end budget phones that will give you some very basic text to speech. So maybe it'll read off missed calls or maybe, maybe it'll read your text messages. But a lot of times, if you want to go check your battery status, or you want to go out of some of the traditional things that the manufacturer thinks you need to hear, you're going to have to guess to be able to say, Oh, I need to press up five times. And I don't know about you. I used to be okay with that when I had to. Now I'd rather have something that tells me everything and not have to guess and check to press how many buttons or uh, you know, press the button six times to get to battery. So that's uh, super convenient about the blind shell. The blind shell does ship with the phone itself, a battery, a lanyard that Nancy had mentioned, uh, a, a charging cradle, a USB-C cable, a USB-C to AC power adapter, and three NFC tags and a pair of earbuds. Now, the NFC tags will let you uh, touch the phone against them and label them and let people or let yourself or others know what are associated with those tags. They can only be read... Mm, I believe they can only be read from the blind shell. I have not actually tried to read them from a different device, the NFC stickers, but it's kind of cool that they throw those in as uh, additional accessories that are available. And uh, Demasi, do you want to talk about, I'll, I'll, I'll give you the fun part. Do you want to talk about carriers for the blind shell? <laughs> All right. So the blind shell, uh, first and foremost, is a 4G device. It is not 5G. Uh, and just to kind of head off some potential questions, uh, the expectation right now in the industry is that uh, 4G or LTE, as it was started out known as, is probably going to be around with us until at least 2028. Um, is the earliest kind of cutoff date that I'm hearing for carriers wanting to get rid of it considering how long 3G held around uh, beyond their original projections, I expect probably 2030. So you essentially you got a lot of time with, with 4G before you have to worry about 5G. Um, the carriers that this phone works on, it is certified to work on T-Mobile or 
any of T-Mobile's, uh, you know, sub carriers or mobile virtual network operators. So uh, outside of T-Mobile, that's companies such as uh, Boost Mobile, uh, Mint Mobile, Tello, uh, and, and any, any other carriers that use T-Mobile's towers uh, and kind of resell their service. U.S. Mobile. U.S. Mobile uh, also. We have also had some of our customers and through conversations with Blindshell USA that some of their direct customers have um, had luck getting it working on AT&T. It's not officially certified for AT&T. It does work on their network. However, you do have to enter some manual settings in the mobile, uh, mobile settings section of your Blindshell in order for that to work on AT&T. So it's not just that direct out-of-box experience you get with T-Mobile. It uh, just put your SIM card in and then you're off and running. Uh, I have also had the phone work successfully for me the entire time that I've been using a blind shell or testing a blind shell on Verizon because I didn't know when I got it that it didn't work on Verizon. So I just stuck, stuck the SIM card in. Again, not officially certified by Verizon. And but it does work. Uh, that has been verified uh, several times. What I will say here is with the certification thing, T-Mobile is certified or has the phone certified on their network, which means if you go into a T-Mobile store, or you call up T-Mobile support, they will do the best that they can to attempt to help you with the blind shell itself. Whereas if you have it running on AT&T's network at the moment or Verizon's network at the moment, uh, they're going to essentially tell you either pound sand or we can't help you. Uh, depends on how nice the customer service rep is, but if, officially they can't really try to support you on a device that they have not certified on their network. Our understanding is there are talks in, in, in process to get those certifications on the different networks, uh, but they have not yet come to fruition. So that's kind of the carrier situation here. Yeah. So, so I tell people it's guaranteed to work with T-Mobile. If you want to try something else, feel free to do so. We offer a 14-day return window. So um, that that definitely gets people the opportunity to see if it's going to work for their needs and to test it out and see what, what availability works. And again, it's officially supported on T-Mobile. Now, I'm not seeing any hands. Trish, is there any other hands that you have seen? Because I miss Chanel's and we've got about, uh, I would say, seven-ish seven minutes. minutes left. Um, there are no hands at this okay. point. Demasi or JJ, do either of you have something else to bring up? I have the light detector we, here. We, oh, we, we have just, a hand? We just got a hand. Oh, let's do that first. <laughs> Area code 207. Hi, my name is Carol, and I am one of those non-techie people, but I love my, my little flip phone, but I'm being dragged kicking and screaming not to a smartphone because I don't really have an, well, anyway, that's a whole other deal. But the, the smart, the cell phone, the smart cell sounds just like maybe I can go to there because my little flip phone is going to be, I'm going to have to replace it. So sell me on it from where I'm sitting. You really have already, but, but pretty much where to go with that. So well, look, what I would say, well, first, hi, uh, was it Carol? Yes, it was. Yeah. Thank you. Okay. Hi, Carol. So 
the first thing I would say is coming from a flip phone, uh, going to the blind shell is, as JJ mentioned, like the features that make it a smartphone, you can completely ignore those and just use it to manage phone calls and contacts and send text messages. And if that's all you want to do, that's all you have to do with it. There's nobody going to, there's no need for you to delve off into other areas until you're ready or you decide you want to do that. Uh, the phone is very tactile, as Michael mentioned in his description, uh, very easy to locate the buttons. It's going to be a familiar sort of uh, experience. The only difference is you can't do that really cool thing when, you know, somebody makes you a little annoyed on the phone and you just flip it closed and hang up on them. You have to press a button. <laughs> I never hang up on anybody. <laughs> No, 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 the calls always drop. Uh, so <laughs> I, 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 accidentally flip hear you. I dropped hear it you. and the phone flip closed. That's what happened. <laughs> the cost of the blind shell is $489 out the door. Uh, we don't charge shipping. We okay. don't charge state tax unless you're in Michigan. So um, that that is the cost of the phone. That can be a barrier for some, which I, I completely understand. And it, as Demasi explained, it's it's as as versatile as you want it. I have a customer who she does everything from the blind shell, from checking her bank on her bank account's website because there's not a bank app to, you know, sending on emails for a board that she's she's directing. So it's it's as full featured and flexible as you want to make it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. And accessible, okay. which is the most important part. Accessible. The other thing I the would mention too, Carol. You, you all... <clears throat> Go ahead. I was going to say the other thing that I would mention too, coming from a flip phone uh, for you is this still has a replaceable battery, uh, which I must admit, like I kind of opine about when it comes to smartphones, because none of those are replaceable. And I did enjoy the days when I could just simply have a spare battery, especially when I'm traveling. So that is also another, you know, upsell for the, the blind shell itself. Right. Okay. Well, thank you. And also I was delighted to hear that should I want to just purchase one and then get really familiar with it and still have my other phone and I will be then, you know, fall into it slowly, if you will. Yeah. A lot of of people take that Avenue. Yeah. That's exactly it. Thanks. Thank you very much. Thank you so much. I see we have one more hand up Chanel. Yes. We have Mitchell Arkert in clubhouse. Mitch, go ahead and unmute. Hey guys. Are you guys going to be selling the case for the third gen Victor Reader? That's oh, funny. We were just talking about this in our we staff. We have meeting. it up on the website right now. What's your yep. price for that? Eighty six ninety five. So the same retail price is what you would get from the main. At executive products. Yep. What about the device itself? You guys selling that too? We are uh, not. There's a lot of dealers doing it, and it, it seems like, it seems like a perfectly fine device. It's just there's a lot of companies that are selling it, so. I think we're going to just let them sell it and we'll have the case and we'll do the other stuff for it. Okay. Uh, Thanks. So we're sure we know human wear has new products and hymns has new products. So we're definitely, you know, we're not, we're not shutting the door on it, but we'll kind of see. What's yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm looking at vendors so if I can find more pricing. Well, I'm going to be at CSUN in a couple of weeks too. So I can maybe have, unfortunately, I'm not going to be able to make that because I don't got a oh, way down there. For sure. Yeah. <laughs> I'll try to, I'll try to send some insights back to people. All right. From there, Thanks. So. Yeah, thank you. And we do have another hand in Zoom, area code 501-974. Okay, my name is Teresa. I came in late because I forgot the starting time of this meeting, and I had a work thing related. Um, Do you all carry the Evo products, or is that someone else? 
the what? No, the Evo. The Evo. The Evo. Oh, the, the, yep. the, the players? Yeah. Yes, sir. I th- yeah, I think you're okay. thinking would be uh, TalkingMP3Players.com. Right. Correct. Oh, that would be where I'd go. Yep. yep, we don't those carry out. those, so you'd go to Laz to be able to pick those up if you wanted to get those, and it's just okay, talkingmp3players.com. .com, okay. Talking MP3. All right. I will say, I, I would just will say in general. Thank you, though. Yeah, thank you. Um, you know, back to the blind show, and just the, the, the reasons that people don't think of sometimes, blind show ha- can play media in a million different formats. It can do Bard, which those players cannot, and those are Uh oh! I got muted. She oh, muted me. Okay. <laughs> Someone muted me. <laughs> I, I am so sorry. That's, that's okay, JJ. It's it, now I see why you don't like you give up the power. Oh. Uh, that's funny. Uh, but yeah, you can do media playback, and you can do Bard. You can do, and there is a voice recorder on there as well. So you know, you know, it's if you want a media player that also happens to maybe do some other stuff, that might be a, a way. To, obviously, it's a little more expensive than an, an Evo. But, you know, just kind of throwing that out as an, an option to think about, depending on we, where you're at. And we have four minutes and two hands. So right. while I'm calling on Alan, Demasi, after Alan, can you remind people about the coupon? And then we'll try to get you in, Bell, after Alan. So go ahead, Alan. I have the blind shell, too. I just had it for one month, and I really like it. Awesome. Awesome. Yeah, I just got it for you yeah. guys. So. Thank you. Cool. Did you have a question, or did you just want to tell us you loved it? No, I don't have any questions. I'm well, just getting my phone. Just to set the alarm, that's my only question. How do you set it? So the alarm can be set and if you and you go into the alarm app and then you put in the time in four-digit format. So anything in PM needs to be entered at military time. So for, uh, for 4 PM, you'd enter 1600 instead of 4 and then PM. Okay. okay. Thank you, Alan. If you need some more oh, help with you. that, Alan, just give us a call at uh, 269-216-4798, and we'll be glad to help you out. I think I actually helped you purchase your blind shell. Yes, you did. Uh, so for everybody here who hears this, uh, we are offering a coupon good through March 5th. Uh, so through the day of March 5th. So on March 6th, you won't be able to use this coupon. March 5th, you're good. Uh, the coupon is ACB Community, and we're giving you free shipping on any order $79 and above. Wow. And again, that's ACB Community, all one word. And let's get Bell's question in real quick. You can use that at atguys.com as well, or we'll give the number before we close it up. Go ahead, Bell. Hi, can you hear me? Yep. Yes, ma'am. Oh, good. Well, I have the trivet. Um, I think it's the the smaller trivet, and I'm yep. going to get another one, and I love it. And I have the blind shell. I love my blind shell. You can get YouTube. That's right. Yes. And I I share with myself, um, you know, share. I will get find a song, and I will send it to myself and, and listen that way. Um, so I don't get my... Uh, well, I try to keep my history down and, uh, you know, try to, uh, and, you know, I'm talking about, you have yeah. to clear all that out and so on. But I love it. And it's easy. Uh, YouTube is really easy. And you can't get live, though, uh, shows, but you can get, you can go and find things. It's fun. Good to know. 
I did not know you can't watch live. So thank you, Bell. I will submit that as a request to Blind Show because I'm I'm starting to do more with live YouTube. So appreciate that. And uh, did you have a question or did you just want to share with us? Okay, just sharing. Well, thank you. Thank you, Bill. We appreciate it. Yep, and we always appreciate your support. We're at two minutes. So real quick, I'll give the contact information. Um, if you want to visit us online, you can go to atguysguys.com. Send us an email to support at atguys.com or give us a call at 269-216-4798. The community call email has a link to our website, and we appreciate ACB Community for helping put this on. Uh, JJ or Demasi, anything in the last minute? Well, hey, I guess we'll have to save my light detector demo for some other time. <laughs> we, didn't even get there. we didn't even get there. That's the thing. We have more products on our website, so definitely check things out. Um, and you can get, you know, we're always, we're always looking for new ideas, too. So if you see something cool in the blindness world, you know, if you see an announcement for something, like, man, that might be cool for AT guys. So let us know because we're, we're always on the lookout for things, especially when we want to see something in a couple weeks. So, yeah. All righty. Well, thanks a lot. But and thanks, everyone. Uh, everyone have a great, great rest of your day. Sure.